Hello and welcome to the Body Confidence Co. podcast, the show that's dedicated to helping and inspiring ladies to drop dress sizes, skyrocket their health, fitness and confidence and get their life back. With me, your host, Jace Hughes. Welcome to the first ever Body Confidence Co. podcast episode. Thank you very much for listening. I want to use this episode as an opportunity to delve a little bit deeper into who I am and what you can expect from future Body Confidence Co. podcast episodes. So you've probably gathered by now that I'm Jace and yeah, I live in North Wales with my wife Erin and our Blue Roan Cocker Spaniel, Doug. And I recently actually found out that I'm going to be a dad, which is very, very exciting. Uh, We've got a little girl on the way. She's due in October and it's all systems go. (laughs) But just to give you a little bit more insight into my background, I've been in the health and fitness space, if we'll call it that, uh, over the past 11 years. And it's fair to say that I'm not your typical online coach. Since I started out, I've had the pleasure of helping hundreds, if not thousands, of both men and women look and feel their best. But since COVID, I've been working exclusively online through the Body Confidence Clo with ladies to help them drop dress sizes, lose body fat, regain their confidence, and ultimately just live life on their own terms. And um, yeah, one of the reasons why I say I'm not your typical coach is because I've had my fair fair share of challenges uh, with my weight. You know, it all started back in junior school when I was diagnosed with asthma. I got put on a, a steroid medication that wreaked havoc with my appetite. I ended up gaining a lot of weight, um, you know, going into high school, having the mick taken out on me for the weight that I'd gained. And then you grow up in the sense of, you know, puberty hits. I started playing more sport. I started playing um, much more rugby and I kind of grew out of it and lost the weight that I that I'd gained after my first few years um, in secondary school. After secondary school, I then made the decision to go to uni because it was kind of like, right, what do I do now? Um, I was still playing rugby consistently and I wanted to pursue that and take that a little bit more seriously. So I decided to go to uni in Cardiff to study a sport degree as well as pursue um, my rugby and take that more seriously. Uh, Ironically, I didn't play a single game of rugby or a single minute of sport for that matter the whole three years that I was there. So I went down the boozing route. My weeks literally consisted of going out three to four times a week, potentially even more some weeks, drinking loads of alcohol, eating takeaways on the way home, and then eating junk food the next day to aid the hangover and for the comfort. And that was was my life with the odd lecture in between uh, for three years. And it took its toll. It took its toll. After the three years, I'd gained a gym instructor qualification, and started working in my local leisure centre gym uh, when I was home uh, away from term time. I'd gained a 2-1 and I'd gained a lot of weight. The heaviest I remember weighing in at was 16 stones 8 and I'm only 5'7". So yeah, just to kind of paint that picture for you, I felt absolutely terrible. I was self-conscious. I hated how my clothes fit. I didn't feel attractive in the slightest. I was unfit. I got breathless doing the most basic of things. My mood was all over the place. I was irritable. I had stretch marks that would itch and and they would bleed. They'd be sore for, you know, for days. Um, Yeah, you, you get the gist. I was in a pickle. I was in an absolute pickle. And for a long time, I was in denial. 
Uh, I refused to kind of acknowledge just how bad I'd let things get. And people would make comment, people would, um, you know, the odd remark would, they, they would let the odd remark slip, let's just say. And my sort of instant reaction was to get defensive and was to try and justify where I was because it was very painful for me to accept and acknowledge how bad I'd let things get. So I'd often convince myself that I'd gained muscle, um, not body fat or not weight, which wasn't the case as a means and as as a way of dealing with my situation effectively. So I went through uni um, and everything kind of changed when I was out the environment that I was in at uni. Uh, I moved obviously back home and made the decision not long after I got home to, to change and to really do something about my situation. Uh, I'd been obviously working in the gym and then things kind of progressed from there. Uh, and it's really just down to my own interests and my continued further education and, and alongside, you know, hands-on practical experience that's led me to this point today. And although my initial goal was to lose enough weight so that I, you know, I could feel confident with my top off, be proud of how I looked and feel attractive so that I could find myself a girlfriend. And I achieved that. It didn't stop there uh, because stupidly, as I'd progressed, uh, as I'd, um, you know, sort of realized the avenue that I want to sort of go down with working and helping people specifically with their health, their fitness, their weight loss, their fat loss, um, etc. I then fell into the trap of um, feeling the need to do a photo shoot and having abs to be a good coach, which is like the standard and way of thinking uh, within the fitness industry, unfortunately, for all the wrong reasons. So I essentially went from one extreme to another and I dieted it, sorry, I dieted uh, aggressively for 16 weeks and lived miserably uh, for four months, focused literally on nothing but my training, um, the food that I was eating and my overall body composition and how I was looking. I was obsessed. I was self-centered, obsessed. Uh, And meanwhile, my relationships um, broke down terribly. I'm, I'm with my wife, obviously, today, thankfully, uh, but she tells me, and she continues to, to remind me <laughs> occasionally, let's just say, um, if I was to ever do what I did uh, in the respective diet down that aggressively ever again, she wouldn't be with me because I was an absolute nightmare to live with. I wasn't a nice person, and I took things to the to the nth degree and the extreme of literally making how I looked my life. So yeah, um, I live miserably just so that I could get myself in cover model shape for a few photos that I could post on my social media because that would make me a better coach, right? That would make me a much better, um, <laughs> much better trainer and a much better person to learn from and learn off. How wrong could I be? How wrong could I be? Crazy and, and, and daft, if I'm being honest, and just kind of saying this out loud, uh, it sounds even more crazy. <laughs> um, but yeah, it is what it is. And, you know, that being said, living it and being both overweight and extremely lean and kind of almost being both ends of the spectrum, if you like, um, whilst continuing to develop my knowledge of evidence-based practices and having that 
ability to relate and understand, you know, going through the process firsthand is the reason why I do what I do. And it's the reason why I love what I do. So one of the main reasons, or let's just, not one of the main reasons, let, let, let me just kind of explain why I love coaching the ladies I coach and why I do what I do today. So the ladies that I help have typically struggled with their weight. They've yo-yo dieted. They've, you know, been been in the, um, got caught up in the trap, should I say, of, you know, losing and gaining weight, losing and gaining weight, losing and gaining weight, beating themselves up for years on end um, because they've not been able to get to where they want to be. And understandably, you know, having yo-yo dieted for many, many years, they're left feeling overwhelmed, frustrated, low on confidence, self-belief, and motivation. And they just feel like that the hope is almost gone and they're destined to stay stuck forever, you know, resigning themselves to the fact they'll never get to where they want to be, you know, with their body, with their confidence and with their lifestyle. That is just it. But being able to obviously help them and guide them to, you know, understand that they're not actually the problem and effectively show them how they can achieve the results that they want to achieve by changing their lifestyle without actually having to commit, you know, to a way of of living that doesn't align with their values or how they want to live. And then seeing the impact that then has on their loved ones for me is up there with the best feelings in the world. And um, yeah, just to give you uh, and, and just to almost land the plane in terms of this podcast episode, um, I want to just explain that this podcast is going to be loaded with help. It's going to be loaded with guidance as well as real life inspirational stories and guest speakers. So make sure that you keep an eye out for the next episode. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already. And in the meantime, if you want to connect with me and say hello on socials, please do. Uh, You can find me on Facebook. You can find me on LinkedIn. You can find me on Instagram. Uh, I'll put the links in the show notes. So all you have to do is click and and, and, um, you'll be able to access those. Give me a little follow. Send me a little message. I don't bite, I promise. And I look forward to connecting. And I just want to again say thank you for listening. I'll catch you very soon on the next episode. 